0: This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot, a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some up and coming uh, pops. I almost said Blu rays. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't got none those. Yeah, no, we do not. Um, There is a, a Disney Park exclusive coming out soon. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Um, and then through the wall, we got some um, Disney and Deadpool news, um, so that's going to be fun to talk about. And then with this week's sneak peeks, we got a crap ton. Uh, we got a Cap- the Captain Marvel Super Bowl TV spot, the Avengers Endgame Super Bowl TV spot, the Toy Story 4 Super Bowl TV spot, and I don't think Child's Play premiered during the Super Bowl. It didn't? No.
1: I thought it did. That's what the uh, YouTube told me.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh. Let's see.
1: It said. Uh. Oh. I guess it didn't. Never mind.
0: Catching a lie.
1: Yep. you, you Shot
0: me. You should, be, you should be. You should be ashamed of yourself.
1: I am ashamed. Okay. I will whip
0: myself later. Okay. Please don't say that again. That just made <laughs> it weird. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that fair, was fair just enough. that was just weird.
1: That felt like really uncomfortable coming out of my mouth too. I was just like
0: It's just kind of like words just spilling out. Glad you felt uncomfortable saying it cuz yeah, like, I sure did. Uh and then our main event of the evening will be our All Bros breakdown of the Oscar nominated The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Hell yeah. Yeah a damn good movie it is it really really was a good so i know we're both excited to break it down um so let's get into this episode all right so as far as pops go uh, we have Rainbow Unicorn, which is the um, unicorn that is, like, huge in uh, Riley's dreams from Inside Out. Um, literally, they've... I don't know how many, like, Rainbow Unicorn movies that her imagination has come up with, but it's pretty high. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, this will be a Disney Parks exclusive. I don't know, like, because I know they never released it just to one certain section, one certain store in the park. It's, like, usually split all around, because I think it's how, that's how it was with the the redhead and uh, the new Alice um in her teacup um pop ride that they recently came out with. Did you see how much that one was? No. It was 50.
1: 50? Yeah. Are you shitting me? Yeah. It wasn't even
0: that cool. It wasn't, but... So this one I think Disney Park like exclusives cuz they usually do come on the Disney Store website so I can't remember I think they are like 20. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Dude, that's rough. Yeah, I don't
0: really think I I don't really need this one. That's not worth it at all. No, the only one that I would have wanted and I missed out on was the redhead from uh Sorry, is it the redhead or the redded? From Pirates of the Car- the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Don't. Ooh, I uh, want to say they say We Wants the Redhead. I'm pretty sure it's the Redhead. Okay, all right, just making sure. That's like the only pop that's been released in Disney stores I want. <gasps> Wait, I lied. The Figment one. From, figment? Yeah, from Journey Into Your Imagination. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that one would be so cool to have. I want that one. That would be way cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I hope they like... I. Like, that's cool that they're releasing these, but I want them to do more like Disney Park exclusives that are actually like Disneyland attraction characters. Like, it, like they did like the Splash uh, Mountain ride, yeah. those two characters. I want more of those characters.
1: Like Mr. Toads? Yeah. Dude, that yeah. one would be so cool.
0: You know what I would love, and I know it will never happen, is I want a throwback to America Sings, and I want a whole line of all those characters. You mean the one where people died? Well, a a lady or a girl died. Yes. It's Uh, a good... Okay. Do you know the whole story behind that? (laughs) What?
1: Coming into a Funko shop soon. (laughs) (laughs) Disney moments. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Dude... That's just where my mind went. I forget. I can't control my where it mind. Goes. Didn't even go there Dude, for a split second. Hilarious. That'd how be terrible, that... but so
0: Dude, do you know how she died, right? Didn't she get crushed? Yeah, yeah. her head
1: got crushed.
0: <laughs> You're awful.
1: I think with there's how long ago was that? Uh, it was back in the 70s. Back in the 70s, I think enough time has passed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, you're Dude, awful. Dude, it's terrible, but
1: it's freaking funny. Yeah,
0: maybe like when like Funko goes like Spencer's Gifts, kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, yeah, sorry. But did you ever I like. You shit on my idea, why don't you? I'm sorry, man. Did you ever like, um? have you ever gone on YouTube and actually like seen the full ride? I like have not. It's a, I hate that I missed out on it because it's actually a really cool ride. And, like, the way that, you know, like, the carousel, like, um, well, uh, like, how the, you know, stage moves and so the audience moves with it was really cool. And it's still the same way now because with the carousel progress. And I don't think, like, sometimes people take it that seriously that literally because of what happened with America Sings, like, Disney cast members, if, not, if one person stands up, they have to stop the whole attraction until that person sits down.
1: Damn. So,
0: there's a video. I had to be that guy. Yeah, I know. No, there is a video of, uh, because uh, um, the Carousel Progress had stopped because someone stood up. And people kept walking out because it wouldn't continue. And you hear the Disney, like, um, employee shouting. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, please sit down. If you do not sit down, the ride cannot continue motion. Please sit down. He's just, like, freaking out. And I can totally understand why he's freaking out. Because, like... It's not his fault. This is his job. Like this is the precaution that he has to take, Mm -hmm. and these guests are really not like (laughs) seeing like how like how bad this could be if like something like that were to happen again. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. They should show that
1: like as a like the safety video before, so everyone's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sit down now." (laughs) Oh. I think so like what a... happened to the people that walked out? Did they have to come back and sit down, or
0: no? They just walked out. Like, well, because like when you walk, so um, when it comes to where the car- uh the carousel pro or yeah, basically where the carousel progress is, uh, when you walk in, it's just like a whole room of like seats, and then the doors are just to the back, so it's very easy to just walk out. So yeah, no, they. But like, many, like some people were saying in like the comments, like, oh, you know, like people that do that, like, seriously, need to just get like kicked out of the park or banned because, like, they're doing, like, these cast members aren't trying to piss you off; they're doing this for your own safety. Mm-hmm. So, dude, the
1: the Disney workers go through a lot of shit. They really do. Like, I applaud
0: them so much. Yeah,
1: like I've seen some of the the whispers pictures. Yeah, that they're like where they're able to write an anonymous confession. Yeah, about like just random shit, and one of them was about like all the Disney Park ones, and the shit that they, those people go through to make our experiences as tourists yeah. magical is insane. Like I have family members that work there, and they're they're just like um, manual laborers there, like janitors electricians and whatnot yeah but even they have to follow like a super strict set of rules to like when they interact with people or when they go around and whatnot it's insane so like i applaud
0: those people oh yeah like tenfold i completely agree yeah i think the ride i think the ride was shut down for a day after that uh happened and they um Installed breakaway walls, um, and then they put um, um, lights like literally all around the stage for when it's dark, to where um, whoever was um, doing uh, operating the ride would be able to not have the same predicament happen again. Um, Good call, Disney. Yeah, I know, right? But then it closed like eight years later. <laughs> <sighs> did they, uh, What did he get replaced with? Um, so I think it just went back to the Carousel of Progress, because that's the reason why it became America Sings, was because General Motors thought that, um, everyone who had seen, uh, the Carousel of Progress literally didn't want to go see it again, so they moved it to somewhere else. I think they moved it to, I think it was in Disneyland, and then they moved it to Disney World. Mm -hmm. Um, so they needed, they didn't just want to leave the, um. The theater empty, so um, they came up with an entirely new show called America Sings. So yeah. cool, yeah. Um, and then so let's move on to the the th- 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 <laughs> to our hour through the wall news, which Disney CEO Bob Iger isn't that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, has confirmed that um Deadpool will still be rated R going forward. <sighs> Hallelujah. Yeah, no kidding, dude.
1: I hope I mean, I'm sure that it's going to be this way, but Ryan Reynolds needs to continue being Deadpool.
0: If he leaves, I don't think I really uh, don't I don't want to see anybody else play Deadpool. Uh,
1: I still want to see Deadpool though. He's like right. super funny.
0: Yeah, I know, but I don't know like I know we've only seen him a couple times, but Ryan Reynolds is starting to become like the kind of like RDJ and Chris Evans kind of person that I don't necessarily see anybody else playing this role.
1: I don't either, but it's probably just because no one I've listened to has maybe, uh, I mean, if he kept the mask on, Donald Glover could do it.
0: That'd be interesting. I mean, he
1: he would need to bulken up a little bit. yeah. But
0: that'd be interesting. Yeah,
1: hmm. just keep the mask on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So this just so he confirmed that there's it's not going to be just Deadpool. That they may explore R rated Marvel movies somewhere else down the line. Punisher like I, I think movie? the Black Widow movies rumored to be rated. Yeah, it's
0: the first MCU movie to be
1: rumored to be created R. I mean, that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah.
0: Can we make it a Budapest movie, though?
1: Like, I hope it's just like a like a soft R, where it's not like just yeah. cussing all the time. Yeah. But it's like just maybe just gory or violence, which is the, what pushes it to be
0: R. Yeah. yeah, I can agree with you on that one.
1: Like, that's, that's the only thing I can see uh, Widow doing. I agree. I don't. I don't want to see like hear the f bomb. Yeah, I don't either. In Black yeah. Widow, yeah, I, just, I don't it just, see. It, just,
0: eh. it doesn't fit. No. Yeah.
1: It fits with Deadpool.
0: Oh yeah, of course, hands down.
1: Doesn't fit with anyone else. No. Uh-huh. I mean, except maybe Logan. Yeah, it's but better. since Wolverine, or since Hugh, Jack- oh my gosh, I called him Wolverine. But since Hugh Jackman's gone, I see them kind of lightning. Not lightning. Just not putting such a harsh tone on Wolverine from now on. Yeah. Which I think would be amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. I I completely agree. I legit just had a brain fart. What? Uh, What was I going to say?
1: Maybe you were going to say that you need to speak up a little louder?
0: Yeah, that's probably it. Is that better?
1: Yeah, you keep getting, like, super quiet, dude. I'm sorry.
0: It's habit. I know. I got to yeah, work on Victor's it.
1: Victor's calling you out on your shit, dude. Okay. Knock it off.
0: Kale, okay, stop.
1: For those of you that don't know, Victor is one of our buddies at in the uh, Tailgate Talks uh, podcast. So go give them a check out there on Spotify and Anchor. And I'm not sure where else, but I'm sure Victor will tell you. when you go listen to Tailgate Talks.
0: Yeah. Dude, anyway, I seriously so can't remember. I don't know. Like it's not coming back to me now. It wasn't just think R-rated Marvel movies
1: uh F-bombs don't work with Black Widow. F-bombs work with Deadpool, Wolverine, trying to find a new Wolverine.
0: Oh, okay, now I remember. Um so in the comics has Rocket ever said the F-word? Uh, I don't know. I've not read a lot of Guardians because I'd be interested to see Rocket say the f word. Really? I don't know. It'd be a weird one. Maybe, maybe once, just once. Like, but it like slips out on accent. He doesn't mean to.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that fits for for Rocket. Like I've yeah, I've okay. made my main reading focus has been on Hulk. Spider-Man. You don't say. Deadpool. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um I've actually been reading a lot of Ant-Man. And I've been also Wait, wanting... but which
0: Ant-Man? Scott Lang or Scott Lang. Okay.
1: And I've been wanting to get into reading some Moon Knight.
0: Oh, cuz that short Moon film that you watched. Did that kind of like get you like
1: No, I was already kind of like I was already kind of into Moon Knight before. Okay. But I watched the fan film um with some high expectations. Didn't really meet them. And it was mainly oh. the suit's fault.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: But I think if they were to fix the suit. To be a little more Moon Knighty, It would have been pretty good. It would have been like damn good.
0: Okay. Alright.
1: But yeah. I've been wanting to get into uh, Moon Knight a little bit. Just because. I like the concept of, the, of him. Like. I think like I've told you, Split meets Batman. I don't think you've ever said that.
0: I'm pretty sure I've told you that like yeah. once or twice. Oh. Okay, it must have been like years. Well, Split
1: didn't come out years ago. When, it, when, did, when did it did it? I don't
0: know. Out? Split came out in like 2015, I think. Oh. Somewhere around there. All then. Yeah, I've been been wanting to get into
1: a little bit more Moon Knight.
0: Very nice, very nice. Um, Do you have any other matters to say about this topic? Negative, kind sir. All right. Then shall we move on to this week's sneak peeks? Let's do it. All right. All right, so first on this week's sneak peeks, we have the Captain Marvel Super Bowl TV spot. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna do this the whole episode. You better freaking not,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> you're not the one that has to edit and listen all of this over again.
0: <laughs> now, what was
1: up with the big ass pause? We don't have music for this week's sneak peeks.
0: Oh yeah, we don't. Sorry, <laughs> I just suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we got. We have our. We have the intro. We have the post intro, and we got the main event. We don't got one for this week's sneak peeks.
0: Got it. Okay, I'll do better next time. I promise. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> Captain Marvel. Um, I loved the saying. Was wasn't it stronger? F- uh, is it
1: like faster, high or further? Fa- oh shit!
0: Isn't it higher, stronger, faster? I think it might have been that. Okay. And I love how that was like said throughout the whole thing. It was like chanted. I'm like, getting freaking pumped over here. Yeah.
1: Um, Brie Larson sold me on oh, Captain Marvel. Absolutely. And she, sold on, she sold me since the the first trailer. Probably the second one for you. Yeah, it was the second one for me. I'm so excited to see oh, her. Oh, me too. She is amazing. And she's really cute. She is really cute, dude. Yeah. Like... That's not why I, I'm wanting to well, see. Well, no, her, I'm no. not either. <laughs> but I'm just
0: saying, she does give ScarJo a run for her money. Oh yeah, for sure, dude.
1: And her costume isn't like half as revealing as yeah. ScarJo's. Um, but I mean, yeah, is that I like really... that saying being chanted throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that was awesome. I liked. A, i I'm interested in seeing how much of the Air Force stuff that they throw in here. Because I want to, like, because if they throw a lot in, I'm going to kind of tear it apart. If it's oh, not really? accurate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's going to be interesting if they do. Because, yeah, that's going to make for a very interesting breakdown for us. Yeah. Have they at all, like, announced, like, what, like, the mm, supposed running time could be?
1: Uh, Not that I know
0: of. Okay.
1: But I expect it being about two hours and some change. Uh,
0: yeah. Probably close to two and a half hours, that's what I'd say. It's usually what Marvel solo films are. Yeah, yeah, a
1: pretty good, decent time. Yeah,
0: it's never under two hours. Like, I can't remember a Marvel movie that was under two hours. Wasn't Dark World? Might have. Let me check. Ooh.
1: Um, But yeah, we, we did not get a whole ton of new footage from this one.
0: No, it was really just like montage of like previous stuff we've seen. Yeah. More but, fighting
1: sequences with yeah. yon Rog.
0: I think you got to see some more footage of the mask, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Which looked
1: great. There was some footage of her flying through the air and punching a plane out of the sky. That was pretty badass.
0: That was badass. Oh, oh God, shit, that you're right.
1: Shot? How, how long was that? Or- An
0: hour and 52 minutes. Ooh, hell yeah. Nice, dude.
1: Very nice. <laughs> Pull that one out of the top. I, fe- I think I remembered that because it felt a lot longer. Than it, actually it legit was.
0: did. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I must have been like two and a half hours Wait, Really? I think like we went and saw like the seven o'clock showing.
1: Yeah. And we and came like, out and it was still, there was still light out and we're like, what? Well, no.
0: Like, I think we came out and it was like barely like a little past nine and we're like, shouldn't it be close to 10? <laughs> <laughs> or when we went into Infinity War at like,
1: what time did we go to see that? Like, eight? I think so. And then we came out and it was damn near midnight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, we have to do whatever it takes. I don't care like what you have to do at work, but we have to see Endgame on Thursday night. Oh, for I, sure, dude. I can't wait till Friday night. I'm sorry, man.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Okay. I, like I don't want to wait.
0: Okay. Whew, glad we're on the same page. Hell yeah. Dude, okay.
1: I'll, I'll do whatever I have to before I can get the money for those tickets. Okay. Since I'm going to be trying to move by April
0: oh shit oh okay Yeah, that's going to be fun yeah you have fun with that just saying if you get really tired it might be time to have your first energy drink to get you through the day
1: I actually got a system to wake me up what's that? apples and water
0: I should take from your book
1: that shit's better than coffee dude
0: yeah, I should really take from your book. Although I've probably knocked at least five years off my life for how many energy drinks I put into my body.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to bring like a shot collar <laughs> <laughs> or something to just that just zap myself awake. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to be friggin' just wired the entire day. Yeah. When, if Endgame comes out. Oh yeah. Like, there's no way I'm not going to. Um. But speaking of Endgame, we got uh the super bowl trailer for that yeah and we so funny story we i saw a picture on facebook that said um that the some dude was not going to watch any trailers or any extra footage just what the first trailer showed us and he says just imagine what it'd be like to go in and not have any expectations no nothing not going going in knowing absolutely nothing. I sent it to Rose, and I sent it to Victor. You said, like, that's a good challenge. I'm going to try and do that. And I'm like, I'm going to try it too. Like I'm going to try real hard. Uh, Victor said like he's not strong enough to do that. (laughs) And he's like, so I'll let you know how it is. And I'm like, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. The Super Bowl trailer came out. We watched it. And I watched it like five times after and Victor messaged me after the after we watched it or after it showed up he's like did you see it i'm tempted to tag you in it and i'm like we're not doing very good with this <laughs> challenge we <laughs> are wanna... i've already seen
0: it like 5 times yeah. the good news is it barely gives anything it gives nothing away yeah the bad news is yeah we really suck at challenges yep
1: but it didn't make my expectations any Like, it didn't make me expect anything out of this movie. Even, like, my relationship with these, I am grain of salting everything I see. Hard. Same. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't believe this is true. I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's happening. (laughs) Uh. um, We did get some cool stuff. We got just uh, haunting images
0: of New York. Yeah. But you just, see, like, a whole bunch of, um, boats just, like, huddled next to, or, like, by, uh, where Lady Lady Liberty is. Yep. Was... Then, uh, some, it looked like a
1: baseball stadium. City yep. Bank Stadium or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought this was, like, a City Bank commercial when it first showed up. I was just like, ah, oh, dumb. I thought this was Avengers. And then it showed the rest. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um we get to see a picture of what was the, what was the poster? What did the poster said now that they're gone?
0: What do we do? What think, we do I or something like that. Yeah.
1: Or what do we do now that we're down, that they're gone?
0: Yeah. Something like that.
1: Um, And from the, the commercial, it looked like it was a, like a, a meeting, like a support meeting. And it looked like Captain America was in, in the meeting yeah which was just it's that's crazy
0: yeah i mean it's completely understandable dude it's
1: insane to to imagine my like captain america needing to go to a support group
0: yeah it's just crazy to think also like what if half of humanity just disappeared like just what would this world be like and everyone
1: um, in the freaking world would get survivor's guilt
0: Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um so that's like in my like top 5 things I'm looking forward to most with Endgame is just how the Russo brothers are able to show how badly this affects not only the Avengers but basically but everyone. World. Yeah. Yeah, oh, gosh. That'd be crazy, dude. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. I Oh, we also got to see some Iron Man and Nebula working together. Yep, that was was awesome. Awesome. Um, We got Rocket walking in a
0: door. Yeah, saw Clint back in action. Yep, and uh, he actually had his uh, bow and his uh, quiver, so it looks like he doesn't keep the sword for the whole movie. So I'm glad about that. Yep. Um,
1: we got to see Thor, and it looked like a, a Wakandan looking door.
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, he was holding Stormbreaker, right? Yep. Okay. And then
1: you get to see him uh, a little later not holding Stormbreaker, just kind of a close-up on his face. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it does not come before.
1: What comes after the with him with Stormbreaker? I
0: think it's Clint. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. I'm
1: dumb. There you go. Um. Yeah, but the final shot is with Captain America tightening his shield. Yep. And which man- is... Oh my god. And then I so love cool. the
0: group shot of them all just walking and he's saying some give up but not us.
1: Um yeah, most people move on. Yeah, oh yeah, that's us. what it is. Yeah. Sorry. Um One of the biggest things that I think we're being
0: fooled is who's in that shot?
1: With Captain America? Yeah,
0: like that one where they're all walking at the end? That... Oh,
1: no, no, no. I, oh, okay. So this is with the Endgame trailer. Okay. Um, You know how we see him in his... Back in the the Winter Soldier outfit? Oh, yeah. I think we're being fooled. I don't think he's actually wearing that. I think he's wearing the normal... His normal Captain America garb with the scales that we saw.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I could definitely see that because Marvel loves trolling us. Yeah,
1: I, ugh. like everything I, <laughs> I watch, I'm like, what are we really looking
0: at? <laughs>
1: um, we get an amazing shot with Ant Man and War Machine. Yes, Holy that was shit.
0: awesome,
1: dude. So cool. Hell yeah. Oh, this this got me more hype. Oh yeah, me too. Everything that we get just builds my hype. Yep. Um so much I don't know if I
0: want to see a final trailer <laughs> or a trailer number 2.
1: We both know we're going to. Yeah, I know. One. If I'd be surprised if we didn't get one in Captain Marvel. Yeah. When that one gets released, I'm 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 positive we're going to get a another
0: trailer. The question is, do we cover our eyes when we go see? <laughs> you can. I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm weak. I know, I am. I so am t- weak-willed. I
0: am too. <sighs> like, when they would release, like, clips for Infinity War, I'm like, nope, I've seen the trailers, I don't need to see clips, I'm good, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Like, two minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> you know what, they're probably not giving anything away, it's okay, it's okay. Um...
1: I do this that same thing. I'd see the clips and I'm like, "Nope. Nope. Nope. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it." And then I watch it and be like, "This is so cool." Um another TV spot that we got is one that I think you're excited for. Yes. I'm... I am too, just to see what they how they where they take this.
0: Yeah. Um and that is the Child's Play. Kind of like It's a teaser leading into the first trailer because the trailer is supposed to drop this uh, Thursday night with uh, the Prodigy movie. Um, So I don't know when they are actually going to release it online um, because you don't really see that a lot when they release a a trailer only with a movie. So it might be a couple days or they might actually release it Friday or Saturday. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna go see the Prodigy just to see the Child's Play trailer. I can wait, um, for it. Uh, but in the this Prodigy looks really good, though. It does, but I'd like catch on like a five buck Tuesday. Okay. I w- I wouldn't pay like ten bucks on it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So, but in this trailer, uh, the CEO of um, I don't even know the company. Do you remember it? I do not. Okay. So the company behind Bud He or Buddy, not Bud He. Sorry, uh, Buddy um he is talking about how uh at their company they try to literally push the um what's the word the the barricades whatever of a technology make sure everything is just as advanced as it can be um and then he you know leads into uh this new toy that will uh you know help your child out with anything you know and like he leads into like you know like he's he's more than a toy he's your best friend and then till he f's you up yeah i know (laughs) right um and then i think is there really anything else he touches upon it's kind of like really just like
1: he just really gets into like how advanced this toy is yeah I'm interested to see where this I goes. To, I
0: think this is a really good build-up to a trailer. Because, yeah, I'm really excited to see... Because um, we've only seen an image, I'm very interested to see Chucky in full footage. Um, I'm still hesitant that Brad Dorf is not doing the voice of Chucky. I don't like that.
1: Do you think but... that they're going a toy... Like a serial killer possession route? Like the original? Or do you think they're no, going, they're going... Just like a malfunction?
0: They're going a malfunction way. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I think it works. Um I don't know, usually like with remakes, I'd like them to like try to like keep keep stuff the same but change stuff that could be changed and I think that is definitely something that is okay to be changed. So I'm interested to see where they take it. Um I'm glad that they're not like doesn't seem like they're gonna be hitting it beat by beat like they did with um Friday the thirteenth and a nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Um I'm honestly amazed it took them this long to remake Child's Play. Really? Well, yeah, because they remade Halloween, remade Friday the 13th, remade A Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Well, what about all the Chucky movies that they've been doing? Well, yeah,
0: that's true. But, I mean, yeah, Chucky was still alive and well, but it's, like, to me, those four, including Chucky, are, like, the main top dogs to me. Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Chucky. Um, So... That it took them this long to, to say, oh, you know, like, let's do a remake of Child's Play. Like, I honestly thought this would have come out like five years ago or something. So, wow. I'm, a little, I'm a little shocked that it's come out this late. But uh, I am very interested to see how this remake goes. Um, like I said, I'm really sad that Brad Dorff is not playing Chucky anymore and um, Don Mancini doesn't have a part in this. Um, but. I am interested to see what uh, MGM can bring us. So, fair enough. Then our final, sorry, our final trailer that we got was towards the end of the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know.
1: I, so I went to a family party to watch it. Yeah worst super bowl of all time. Yeah, that's like, what I've heard. I don't know football, but I knew that this game was boring. <laughs> um uh, Yeah. Uh, the best part were the commercials and even the commercials were subpar to yeah. what they've been in the past. Like there, there were a couple like good hits other than that, no. Like they were kind of garbage. Dude, strangers.
0: I was still at work when I saw on Facebook oh, The Avengers Endgame Big game TV spot is here. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I don't even have to turn into the game now. Tune into the game now. It's, it's, it's already here, so, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: Yeah, the game sucked. The trailers were just, eh.
0: Endgame was really the only good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: other than Captain Marvel. I love oh, yeah, Captain, Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, Captain Marvel one. and
0: Endgame. Those were the best ones. Um, But our final one that we got was a teaser for Toy Story 4. And still, I am just like, eh. Yeah. like this literally gives us nothing about the story. All it is is Bo Peep walking so they're at a fair, carnival, whatever. Um and Bo Peep walks up to Woody and it was really cool seeing those two back together again. And she's like, "Oh, where's Buzz?" And he's like, "Oh, Woody's like, "Oh, you know, he was supposed to meet us here." Um and then move on to where Buzz is like strapped to like the back of like one of those carnival games where all the prizes are and the two other, like the two new characters, Keenan and Kell. Is it who our voice? Key and Peele. Key and Peele. I'm sorry.
1: Keenan and Kel. That's sorry. Some, that's a completely different duo. I'm actually uh, going to reference Failure for that. Ah,
0: damn it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Key and Peele. Uh, their characters are like saying, like antagonizing buzz of like, you know, like oh, oh who are you thinking you're like the top dog around here? And like, uh, I forget which character it is, but like it keeps like kicking him. Uh, and finally, uh, Buzz decides to close his foot in his helmet. And, yeah, the the toy deserved it. I mean, yeah, completely deserved it. I loved um, what he was yelling while he was doing what it. What was he's, he yelling again? He was
1: yelling, to infinity in my foot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then kicks him. And then he's just like, I hear in space people hurt. Like, people can't hear you scream. And then he gets his foot locked in and he's like,
0: Scream! Okay, um, but yeah, I'm just like, like, was there really a point to like, since we haven't gotten like anything that talks about the story, and I'm really surprised that we really haven't gotten like a full trailer yet.
1: I'm surprised that we haven't gotten like a synopsis or something. Yeah, to kind of give us a, an idea of where they're headed. This is just like Toy Story Four: the toys go to the carnival.
0: Yeah, that's that's really all it is. Um, So I'm really hoping they release a first trailer that gives a glimpse into what the story is. Because so far, I'm just not feeling it with this fourth one. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Um, um,
1: So one out of four. Or one to four. So. Excitement.
0: Number one, Avengers Endgame, of course. Agreed. Number two, Captain Marvel. Agreed. Number three, Child's Play. Same. (laughs) And number four, Toy Story 4. (laughs) Yeah. Woo! I'd put Toy Story 4
1: at, like, number five if I could. Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) And that, like, hurts me to say that I'm more excited for a child's play remake than Toy Story 4. Yeah. Kind of bums you out when you say it out loud, huh? Yeah. It it really (laughs) does. It really does. All right. Shall we move into our main event of the evening? Let's do it. All right.
1: Time! time for the main event. let's
0: play alright so our main event of the evening will be our all bros breakdown of the Oscar nominated The Ballad of Buster Scruggs hell yeah yeah um for those of you who do not know this movie is nominated for best original song at the Academy Awards
1: and costume design.
0: Oh, it's for, oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, f- I totally forgot I was nominated for both. So, um, did you uh put this on? Song... So I know you put it as like the song that you want to win. Did you put it at all for like costume design that if you wanted it to win? Um,
1: I do not believe that I did. Okay, not for. Let's see. Uh, costume design, no. no, yeah, we didn't pick uh, Buster Scruggs. Original song, I actually did vote for it for yeah. original song. Yeah, because I've been listening. I listened to that song a ton today. It's
0: a really good song. It really is.
1: It's catchy as hell. It oh, it absolutely really is. Um, this was a super interesting movie. We actually before we get it's like two into it. We actually have a new format that we're going to try out. So what we've been doing is doing our, uh, like, reading a synopsis, um, talking about our favorite character, least favorite character, who we thought the most important character and least important character was, and then we just kind of talk about the movie the rest of the time. Um, Now, what we're going to do... Uh, to kind of change it up a little bit. And I think it will make us a little bit more effective on how we review movies.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Um, we have split the movie into different categories. So the first category that we are going to discuss and kind of grade is the story. Uh, how the story works overall. Um, we're going to talk about the theme. If there was like an overarching overarching theme um we're going to talk about that how it fit and how well it fit and then we're just going to grade it zero out of a hundred um we're going to be grading the acting the character development the how well the music fit um the effects if it had any um practical or um computer-generated, visual, or practical. There you go. <laughs> I, cu- I couldn't think of it either, <laughs> so you're good. Um, then we're going to be talking about how the costumes work, and then talk about the, like, the, the genre-specific stuff uh, that goes into it. And then at the end, we have our little formula that we're going to use to come up with our final grade. Yeah. And, yeah. Should be fun. Yeah. Let's try it out
0: on, like, two movies. Yeah, just, like,
1: uh, quick practice ones. We did one on Unfriended and Aquaman. Yep. And they actually came to what our uh, original grades were.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey.
1: So, yeah. So, first, let's get into the story. Um. So the story was really split into six different parts. Kind of like chapters in a book.
0: Yeah, which I did not expect because I did not see the synopsis. Or I did not read the synopsis. I just jumped into the movie. Um, So, spoiler alert here. I did not know that Buster Scruggs dies in literally like the first ten minutes. So I'm like, okay, you kill the character who's in the main damn title? Damn. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. It really... Led into how the rest of the movie was going to be. The entire movie, each of the different chapters, because I'm just going to split it up by chapters, um, each of the separate chapters really dived into death. Yes. They that did. was the the overarching theme, yeah. I think, um, was talking about death, but each of the chapters were stories in themselves. None of them really related to the other, which is what I was expecting them to near the end. But none of them really tied in together at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: none. None at all. Um, Which I feel worked. I'm kind of... Now thinking about it, I'm kind of glad they didn't. So. Yeah, I think it. it kind of... Didn't really
1: undo what the I feel the Cohen brothers were going for.
0: Yeah. No, I, I completely agree.
1: Um, so let's just go into, like, the different chapters. So the first chapter was The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And it opens in an amazing way. Yes, like, honestly, uh... you could have thrown these in any random order, and it would have fit w- really well. Yeah. Um... But it opens up with Butcher Scruggs and he's riding in on his horse playing guitar talk or singing about not being able to drink water or not being able to or like forgetting the taste of cool water. Yep. Love that song. It's I've been so- trying to learn the lyrics to that today. Really? Because I've I seen karaoke like hard in my truck. I've been trying to learn that. And uh, when the Cowboys trade their spurs for wings, I've been trying to learn both of those songs.
0: Oh, I love it. Um but this was super good. It opened up really well. Yeah, oh yeah. The shots at the beginning just of like the landscape were amazing. Yeah. Like, like this movie oh. was beautifully filmed. Yeah, and the effects that
1: they used in this were really well done too. Mm-hmm. They were like amazing. Yeah. Um so the first chapter is kind of I think it's meant to be like funny. Yeah. And then the humor just kind of gets less and less as you go on until the very end. And then the very end is just like really thought provoking. All of these, these chapters are thought provoking. Yeah. Um, but it opens up with Buster Scruggs. He's like a narrator, uh, to the story talking about who he is and, um, and everything. He's a gambler, an outlaw being hunted, Uh, talking about his many nicknames, and they're all talking about like his song, or like how he sings. Yeah,
0: wasn't um? Do you remember the name that um, like what crime he was being charged for on his wanted um paper? Uh, because he's like, well, that ain't true at all, or something like that. Oh yeah.
1: Don't remember what it was it was just it was it wasn't the actual uh the charge that he was against it was the adjective that they used, oh yeah, that's what it was. I don't remember the adjective yeah. though I'm really crappy at like remembering lines you know where I am too, but I do remember the story really well and like individual parts that really stood out um. Uh. But you kind of get, like, uh, thrown into, like, what kind of character he is. He's, like, a a quick, he's, like, quick-draw McGraw.
0: Yeah, no kidding, dude. Like, holy shit. Like, this
1: guy can shoot. He goes to, like, uh, an Indian bar, orders a whiskey, they tell, and because of how he's dressed, they tell him that he's not allowed to order whiskey.
0: Well, no, he said, well, so he says, oh, no, that's outlawed here, and he's like, well, what are they drinking? Whiskey. Because they're outlaws, and he's like, "Well then, uh, my clothes shouldn't fool you." You know, I am an. Outlaw. He's like, "No, no, you're not an outlaw." He just carries on from there.
1: Then they go to attack him, and he just blasts them all. And it's,
0: it's fantastic. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's,
1: it's not like a level like the shooting, like when they were getting hit by bullets, wasn't like a Quentin Tarantino level. Uh, violence. No. It was just basic enough where it was, like, believable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he shoots up everyone. One dude, like, is, like, crawling out. And he's just like, oh, this dude, like, is, has a will to live. And he like he's like, I'll get the door for you, buddy. <laughs> gets out and gets on his horse and rides away to the next big town where he goes to gamble. Some dude gets up. And he runs into Surly Joe. Another song that was yeah. just oh, but he's asked to, to drop his weapons off at the the door. But he's uh, he seems like he'd be law abiding. Yes, he does. And he it seems throughout the whole thing that he's just uh, what's the word under. People don't take him too seriously because of how he looks, but he's, like, super capable. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, like, kicking this dude's ass. Freaking getting to shoot himself from a, a table. Oh, that,
0: that was insane. How many times does he make him shoot himself? Like, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then he sings like an, a, a freaking crazy song, yep. and he it's crazy because he he doesn't brag about it. No, he doesn't. It seems like he he does it because he has to. Yeah. But he doesn't brag about it until the very end, with the, with that the dude that takes him down. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, because like this is something I thought about the entire day. I'm like, he seems like the type of person that like. D- wasn't super cocky until the end. Yeah. And then once he was cocky, he gets gunned down. And. So Surly Joe's the brother of some dude that challenges him to a. A A duel. duel. Yeah. And he shoots the dude's fingers off.
0: I can't remember. Does he call for a count or no?
1: So he asks, he's like, do you need a count? And he's like, no, I'm good. And he gets his finger blown off. The dude screams. And gets all his other fingers blown off. He's just like, I don't know if, uh, if this man can shoot with, <laughs> like, I know that if you take away his shooting gun, it's going to take him a little longer to pull the draw or pull the draw, but you don't want to take like any risk. So he shoots the rest of the dude's fingers off. And then just he like goes for see, the I, other I, hand I, you and he just him, like, struggling. like God I forgot to put some quit in this boy.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Then he gets a mirror, because he only has one bullet left, and sh- shoots the guy down. Yep.
0: Perfect headshot, wasn't it?
1: Yep. yep. Like, I loved that. I loved the way that it was done. Yeah, it was... Oh, I loved it so much. <laughs> and then he's getting ready to leave, yep. and gets challenged again by this stranger. Yep. Uh, and then he gets asked if he needs account account. He says no, I'm good, and gets blasted
0: in the head. And just his reaction to where he's like, he takes off his hat, sees the bullet hole, and then like it just uh points uh the camera pulls to the front of him, and he pulls out his mirror and looks. He's like, well, that ain't good, and fall and then falls over dead. Yep. Um.
1: And then that's where you get the trading the. Yeah. spurs for and i thought that was
0: really cool of how they did it to where um his bot his uh, spirit is leaving his body that looked really good it looked damn good yeah. dude i loved like how you could see
1: him floating off yeah the entire time yeah
0: that was awesome like that effect was
1: crazy
0: i'm glad that it wasn't like fast like most m- most of that when it comes to that kind of stuff it usually is i liked that it was mostly slow i thought that worked for it worked in its advantage especially with the song Yeah,
1: I liked how in this, like the entire thing with the story, the story was centered around death
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and how everyone dies and how it kind of relates with everyone, regardless of how much money you have, regardless of your status, everyone dies. Yeah, And it may be different how everyone dies and it may... With Bus in Buster Scruggs' case, it may just be your time to go. Outdrawn. Um But like it was just It's really thought provoking. It really is. It really is. And I liked how it gets from like the most ridiculous situation with Buster Scruggs and moves to the end with the, the carriage. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to later. The next chapter was the the bank robbery.
0: Yeah, the one with James Franco.
1: Yeah, they got a lot of big names in this. They too. really
0: did. Like I saw Liam Neeson. At, oh wait, no, sorry. I saw like James Franco. I'm like, what? He's in this. And then I see Liam Neeson. I'm like, well, damn. They got a star-studded cast in this movie. Yeah. No shit, dude. Um, this one was interesting. It. Yeah. It really was. Cause um. So you see uh, James Franco's character, I don't remember his name, do you? Uh, they didn't give him a name. They didn't? Okay, uh, so he's just bank robber. So uh, can I refer to him as James Franco, though? Or do you want me to refer Can't to him as bank in. robber? Okay, so Franco walks up um, to the bank, walks in, um, and he has to tell her, you know, have you ever been robbed before? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, a couple times. He's like going over like how uh, basically he stopped every single robber that has ever come into his bank. Um, and then you would think after you hear literally no bank robber has been successful that he would just, you know, walk out, but no, he attempts to rob the place. Um, and the, um, the bank, uh, the, the, the bank teller makes it look like he's going to get the money, but it turns out he breaking out the shotguns that are under the windows. Um, literally almost blows James Franco's head off and his kneecaps. Yep. And his kneecaps. Um, and so, uh, Franco, uh, sees where he, uh, left, or what door he went out, follows, and then I think, doesn't he, like, go by, um, oh my gosh, where did, a well? Isn't, doesn't he, like, go by? Uh... So,
1: the way that I saw it, he didn't follow the dude out that door. He went back out the front. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's and what he... was walking back to his horse, but then gets shot at.
0: Yeah, so he runs
1: and hides behind the well, and then the freaking crazy ass uh, like, bank teller pans and
0: shit attached to him, and everything, yeah,
1: freaking got like a pansy. See- I loved what he was yelling. He's like, Ting, like getting shot at, and he's like, Pant shot. yeah, <laughs> and just like running, like charging this dude, and knocks him the hell out. Yep, and when he wakes up, he is on his horse tied to a tree. Being ready to get hung, and then like, uh, like I can you, like this one was a little hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah, what, like this one is a, not like the one that I've been thinking about. This one moves all just like day. so
0: fast. Yeah, like extremely like, fast.
1: How? Like why would you still go <laughs> and try to rob a bank after you've been told that story?
0: Like, it's just insane. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Like,
1: it's kind of like he wanted to die. But he didn't want to, like, shoot himself. So he's like, how could I, like, die? But it was just kind of like he was wasn't trying too hard to get away. Yeah. Because he... So after he's getting hung, the, the, the party that's with him, they're trying to get him to give up his horse but then they all get attacked by indians and but they don't attack the guy attached to the
0: tree nope they just leave him be yeah
1: like they scare his horse yeah and then they leave him because the horse is eventually gonna follow all the the grass and weeds up until eventually he swings off which personally i felt that rope was like super long.
0: It yeah, it really was. I'm like
1: seriously you could jump off and just like hit the ground, dude. <laughs> um like i don't know how the hell that worked. But he gets cut down by this dude that's uh
0: i, would, I don't say he gets cut down he, like the literally. he gets shot down. Yeah, the guy comes charging at him and all of a sudden his horse goes running and he's like hanging and like the guy's shouting out hold still. <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay like how the hell do you expect that to happen um but I think like he's probably hanging there for like what like three four seconds yeah uh, and then he gets shot off um and then him and the other guy are talking I forget what they are talking about do you remember um I think
1: they were just talking or he, he was talking about wanting a sidekick
0: oh yeah that's what it was Um, and then, um, basically, would you call them, uh, what would you call the people that were like starting to chase after them? Uh, maybe the law, the law. Okay. Um, so they start chasing after them and instead, so the one guy books it, he starts booking it, but instead of booking it, James Franco just decides to stand there. Yep. Just just dragged to the
1: sheriff. Yep. And has, like, or it's the
0: judge. Oh, yeah.
1: Gets dragged to the judge. The judge's like, what do you do? And then this dude just explaining everything. He's just like, I caught him with this stolen herd. Um, All this blah, 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 blah. And then the punishment is he's getting hung.
0: And then he goes and gets hung. And the best part of this is when the guy to his left is crying. <laughs> and James Franco is like, first time. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed pretty hard at that. That was pretty funny.
1: So, since this is split into six different parts... Yeah. Yeah, how do we um, want to do this? Yeah. Um, let me do some quick math here real quick. Okay. Because if we were to split this hundred into six, uh, that's around 17 points per it's like 16.66666 whatever okay so if we want to grade it on like a zero to 17 for each chapter Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then like our final score is at the end
0: okay all right so
1: with the first chapter the Ballad of buster scruggs how what would you like what would you grade this story
0: I literally had nothing wrong with the story, so like I'd say seventeen out of seventeen. I'd say the same thing too.
1: So we're giving that one a seventeen. This one, I had a little I, bit of yeah, issue. Yeah, I did too. Because it was just there was a lot of just blankness. Yeah. That just like got skipped over. I can. Agree and on. a lot of stuff that you just can't really explain, like why he would still rob the bank after being told all the crazy shit that the bank teller did. Yeah, I, um, I agree. And just sitting there when he knows that he's with a stolen herd. So, maybe that one I'd give...
0: Maybe a 14. 14? Fourteen? Yeah, I was thinking 14 or 15. So, yeah, 14. Okay, then... The uh the third
1: chapter was this this was the uh the Liam. prospector. Or was that Liam Neeson? No, I
0: think it's Liam Neeson. okay. Let me make sure though.
1: So the next one was uh Liam Neeson. And Liam Neeson was Like I don't know who was in charge. Like I didn't gather who was in charge
0: in the beginning.
1: Like I thought it was the
0: uh the actor. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But then But then it, so it turns the end out end, that it looked yeah, like it was Liam Neeson's yeah, it was character. Really Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's Liam Neeson's um story. After. So he
1: kind of puts on like a uh kind of a f- freak show side show. Yeah, kind of basically. Thing um with this dude that doesn't have any arms or legs but recites shakespeare shakespeare yeah. or well, he, that, well it wasn't just shakespeare yeah, he I was, was doing the uh the gettysburg address yep he was basically giving a speech yeah uh sets it up has a big old crowd and he goes and gathers money
0: well but sometimes
1: that, he has big old crowds sometimes like only three so... people showed up I actually didn't pay attention to this at first. I had to go through and watch it again. The crowds grow smaller. Like, the, oh, yeah, shit, the fame do- just dies. dies.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah. So, the the fame of the, the armless speech teller starts off strong. And then it just less and less and less. And then he's... They
0: never talk outside of him doing the speeches. Yeah, nope. He... Well, they talk like... W- the only other time that they kind of like... They not really talk, but it's when uh, Liam Neeson basically has sex with a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, oh, do you want to buy your buddy some loving? And he's like, no. That's really it. Yeah.
1: So in this, it, w- it seemed more like a... Um... Like, he was the owner. Like, he might as well have just been, like, a puppet.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Like, he was dragged everywhere, mm-hmm. but didn't get to really do anything else other than his performance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Other than that, he didn't really talk. No, and I'm didn't. pretty sure that the guy that did, the guy that played, um, the speech maker, I'm just gonna call him that. That works. Um... Was the guy that played Dudley? It was I I looked. You did? Yep, yep,
0: it's him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a damn good effect. Yeah, that really was. That looked really good. Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah, so the crowds start dying more less or less and less people start listening or some people leave during the show Mm -hmm. and then less people start giving money until eventually it's like that well's just run dry. Yeah. Because he goes through like that the final time that we see the speech and no one gives anything. Um so while he's packing up, Liam Neeson's character sees a um another sideshow going on and goes to check it out, and it's a chicken that can do math. And it had a, a ginormous crowd. Yeah. it's insane
0: how big it was.
1: So, and then we see, like, it cuts to, after, like, we see him do his thing, cuts to um, Liam Neeson making a deal with the owner. He buys the chicken. Kind of buys the show. Yeah. And then he goes on his merry way. And the, the speech makers in the back of his cab and he they're riding and whatever. Then they stop on a bridge. And this is where I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just like, where's this gonna go? Like what, is he wh- just gonna like is this dude just gonna be left in the dust? Yeah. Or what or what?
0: Like when I so, cause, uh, so, he walks over to where the stream is, looks over, he grabs a rock and throws it down into it. I'm just like, okay, please tell me this is not going where I think it's going. It went exactly yep. where we thought it was going. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Liam Neeson turns, starts walking back to the carriage, whatever. Um, and doesn't he smile
1: at the guy? He does. Yeah. And then it just ends.
0: Yeah. He just like
1: actually it doesn't end then it just continues to the the inside of the carriage riding on and it's just the chicken in oh it. yeah
0: yeah that's what it is i mean that's insane yeah that is
1: <sighs> like i don't i didn't know what to gather from this like it, it seemed like the their thing was more of a like near the beginning it seemed like he was like taking care of this kid? Yeah, it did seem like that. And then near the end, it seemed like when he was sleeping with the prostitute, it seemed like he was just like a, like I said, the puppet. Yeah. Just kind of chilling out in the room. Like he was only brought along so no one would kidnap him. And then near the end, it just seemed like a pure business decision. Like you're like, oh, this act isn't working. Throwing the old one out.
0: Yeah. And Damn, like, I did not see that coming. That caught me off guard. (laughs) This one is
1: actually one of my top favorite of the chapters. Mine, too. And I can't decide which one was my, like, all-time favorite. It's hard.
0: It It is really really hard.
1: Like, I think the one I liked the least was probably the one with James Franco. Really? But even, like, and that was, like, a really soft they're all really good stories. They're damn good. Yeah. Um. So, what would you grade this one out of seventeen? I
0: don't know. I really had like nothing wrong with this story, so probably like a seventeen. I'm gonna give it a seventeen as well.
1: Okay. Um. The next chapter was okay. the one with the prospector. Yes. Um. You see, like, a, an amazing freaking nature view.
0: Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. Holy balls. So beautiful. And
1: this old prospector comes in on his donkey, singing, scares all the animals off, mm-hmm. goes to the stream, and has, like, has a feeling that there are... That there's gold around And the process of elimination was interesting to me. It was Um, the way that he like multiple holes up the side of the stream, marked where there was like nothing, and then marked where there was like a couple pieces here and there. Yeah, yeah, like kind of built it out, and then it came to a triangle until he eventually came to where he thought Mister Pocket was the pocket of gold. Yeah. And I thought
0: that was a really cool nickname that he was
1: given. That, that was yeah, awesome. like I really f- I felt for this dude. I did too. Like he was working hard.
0: Yeah. For all this
1: stuff, eventually gets to find Mister Pocket. Yeah. And then it cuts to this dude just standing there. And I jumped like nothing uh, yeah. happened. There was no noise, no nothing. I jumped when it did that cut. I was like, oh. And he shoots the dude. sits down, sets up a cigarette, smokes it, thinking that the dude's dead. jumps down in the hole, and then the dude, the prospector, comes back to life and just like attacks him. Yeah, they have that. Like
0: damn. Um, but I'm to remember. Where does he shoot him first? I forget. Do you remember?
1: I think he shoots him in the head.
0: Are you sure? Yeah, that- he
1: shoots him up the up the head. Like, up through the bottom of the the throat. Oh. And then he, like, just starts sh- unloading on the dude. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what it was. Calls him, uh, what was his, something skunk. I forget.
0: Gosh, we're the worst. We're I know, we really blokes, are. Dude. We are.
1: Um, yeah, so... I really liked this one because this one was a little easier for me to dissect.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely like the more like easier to follow of the stories. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: Like the whole the fact that this this prospector knows he's getting old, has a relationship with like nature and what he's working towards. Yeah. Makes a name for him, Mister Pocket.
0: I also found it interesting. This is like one of the only ones that kind of ends in a happy way because it still
1: ends in death.
0: Yes, um, because the guy that shot him didn't hit any vital organs. So looks like he's going to be fine. And he was able to get quite a bit of gold. Two so, sacks full. Yeah, two pretty.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought it was. Crazy, like, he did all the work. And then this punk-ass skunk wants to come and basically reap the rewards of everything this dude worked for.
0: Welcome to the Old West, my friend.
1: Well, this is, like, super pertinent today. Yeah, that's true. Like, with what maybe some families deal with that have businesses. Like, the the dad or the grandfather lay down, did all the hard work and then they just get too old to do it. And then they just kind of hand it off to their son who doesn't have to to do anything. Just has to let it grow how it is. It's a good analogy, right? Same with this, this prospector did all the work. This dude wants to come and reap all the rewards, but this dude's just like F that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm going to freaking reap the rewards from this. And he does. And he freaking destroys the dude that tries to take that from him. And I, I love the message from that.
0: I, I did too. Like, th- this was a super basic story. But I think it wor- It really worked in his favor.
1: Yeah. I felt like this, could, this one could have been a lot. Like, I felt this one was interesting the entire way through. Even though, like, yeah, in retrospect, the story—if you were to just share it with someone—kind of boring,
0: yeah. But, But the way it was shot, yeah, and especially the um, I don't know who played him, but um, the guy who played the prospector, just like, not only his like actual acting, but just like his movements, really definitely added to the story. Yeah, absolutely. Um.
1: I'm going to give this one a hard 17 as I well. I am too. Um, The next one, the second to last one, is, in my opinion, the most heartbreaking. It really is. And it's the longest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the uh, story of Alice and Mr. Crip. I don't think it's Mr. Crip. Ms. I forget his name. Very good. I forgot, too. Yes. Um, but this story kind of Mr. follows... Nap. Mr. Knapp.
0: Yeah Mr. yeah, Mr. Knapp. So this story
1: follows this woman who is supposed to be traveling to Oregon with her brother. brother. Yep. Her brother has a dog named President Pierce, which I but, don't understand. Uh, yeah,
0: I was like... Oh, okay, that's quite a name for a dog even back then. You could have cut the dog out. Yeah, but I mean the dog was cute. The dog was super cute. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that a Jack Russell Terrier? I think so. Okay. I'm not well versed in
1: dog. I'm not either.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it follows Alice is her name. Uh, she's traveling to Oregon with her brother who is a businessman who sets up A business proposition with this man in Oregon um, also supposedly sets up um, a marriage between Alice and his new business partner. But on the way to Oregon, he dies of
0: something. He just has like, like, what was it, cholera? I think so. He was like, and like they, I think they like pointed out how. Like, this is the fastest I've ever seen it taken, taken effect. Cause, like, he was fine one day, and then the next, he's just dead. Yeah. So, like it, like, fully hit him over during the night. So,
1: yeah. So he freaking dies. Um, the wagon train leaders go and bury him. And one of the wagon train leaders, Mr. Knapp, kind of grows fond of Alice. Um,. Cut to you. Kind of get to or Alice comes to Mister Knapp with her problems. Um Apparently, her brother promised four hundred dollars to the wagon boy, which was a, an exorbitant amount. Yes, he's just like that's like when they said like he needs or he wants two hundred when we get to this fort, and then the other two hundred once he get we get to Oregon. Mr. Knapp's just like, that's half. (laughs) Like, that is an extravagant price.
0: Um. Hell, I'd even take that nowadays. Yeah, no (laughs) shit, right?
1: Um, so they end up... He tries to come up with a solution to help her, uh, keep the help of her, of the boy. But also pay the boy when it comes time. Um. But, it, so the best solution that comes up with is that he wants to marry Alice because he's grown fond of her. Um, she, throughout this whole thing, is just kind of of a yes woman. Yeah, she really is. Like, she, I don't think she really wanted, like, she shared this with Mr. Knapp. She didn't know or think that the marriage was going to work out. She just, it was following her brother. Yeah. Being uh, the yes woman she didn't it didn't seem like she wanted to they offered to take her dog and kill them or kill the dog and he she's just like okay like she never made said no to anyone no and this comes back to bite like this story was just destroyed my soul
0: yeah <laughs> I have to admit, like, um, well, wait, no, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that part of the story. Um, so, whoops, um, literally, really after that, isn't it? Um, uh, when, um, so Mr. Knapp, uh, tells his, um, friend, I don't remember his name, do you? Arthur. Arthur, thank you. Um, that, you know, he wants to, uh, ask Alice to marry him. Um, and so, ask and, she kind of like doesn't say yes or no that night when he asks her but the next morning she's like you know what i i i do actually want to marry you um so as they're uh basically keep uh the trail keeps moving um arthur um here i think he hears something right doesn't he uh her or, or, like, they're, like, where's Alice or something like that? Yeah,
1: so Alice is always kind of, like, lagged behind. Yeah. Um. But Arthur is riding back, sees her wagon boy, asks where she is, and the wagon boy who has, like, the most punchable face on planet Earth. Right?
0: Like, oh.
1: Like, talk about, like, RBF. How about RDF? resting dick face <laughs> that's a pretty good one Thank you. Uh, yeah has a major case of RDF <laughs> um says that she ran after she heard uh, President Pierce barking and ran after him uh, on her horse and then Arthur's just like oh shit runs after her finds her in a field um checking out the prairie dogs and she doesn't know what they are but out in the distance arthur sees a lone indian and goes to make the peace sign and everything and doesn't get responded to and so the team of indians come and so he's like "We're, we're getting ready for a fight and she's just like what are you talking about just one and he's like oh yeah check again And it's like a whole mini army of them. Yeah. It was insane. He takes down the saddle to build like a kind of like a barrier to protect them. Hides behind a hill. uh, Gets his rifle ready and pulls out his pistol. Gives it to Alice and tells her what's going to happen. He says they're going to come we're going to fight them off. If things go or turn out like they're going to go for the worst. Like, I'm going to shoot you. And then I'm going to shoot myself. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then she's just like, what? And like freaking out. And she's he's saying like, what they're going to do to you or what they will do to you if they get you is a lot worse than being shot in the head. Yeah. Like, they're after they're done, like, ripping your clothes off, they're going to have their way with you, and then they're going to, like, skin you alive. And she's like, oh, shit. And he's like... So he hands her the pistol and says, if anything happens to me, like, this gun has two bullets in it, and they're not for shooting Indians. You're going to put it right here on your head and put it to her forehead, and says, and you're going to, like end it before they get you. And she's just like, like I said, the okay woman. Well, she kind of
0: like, she's kind of like pushing it off at first. She's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. But finally, she does take the gun.
1: Yeah. But like I said, yes, woman, even though she was pushing it away. So they're running. They get tripped down in the prairie holes, which is hilarious. Yeah. So they get like so the Indians are riding fall down in the prairie hole and I loved what he says he's like prairie hole,
0: <laughs> um just the way that he was able to base like fight off this whole group was awesome this was an awesome scene he Arthur's a badass he oh I guess um when it comes to the west Arthur's really know what they're doing damn right yeah. Red Dead Redemption two reference <laughs> for the win yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, they, they go, they come, they fall and then they take off. Yep. Uh, then they start to come back and he battles them off again, kills the leader and then they all go running off. But then there's this one lone dude on a horse that comes and knocks him out with like a club or something, knocks him to the ground. The Indian jumps off his horse, walks over to him, getting ready to freaking, like, scalp him. And Arthur blasts him in the head. Yeah, he legit, like, actually, doesn't he actually, like, just start cutting his forehead? Yep. Yeah, he, like, okay. he goes to, and then he pulls or Arthur okay. pulls the gun and yep. blasts his brains out.
0: Perfect headshot.
1: And so that Indian's dead. He goes and kills the chief, or who I'm assuming is the chief, and they never really say but I'm assuming like that's the guy in charge. Um and then you all you see is President Pierce barking on top of that little tiny hill. Yeah. He goes, like, Ar- Arthur goes. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> like she freaking got hurt. Like, yeah, oh, that's what is I is thought. Rough. Like, oh,
0: like an Indian like sneak attack or something like that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah.
1: But no, she has a single bullet to the head. Yeah. And Arthur's just like, ah. Oh damn it. Like, you didn't have to do that. Like, you just had to wait. But, like, I had a hard time feeling, like, super sad, because I'm like, good on you, Alice. Yeah. I'm like, you were freaking just ready.
0: I but, wish him luck, though, explaining that to Mr. Knapp. Well, th- that's the, yeah, that's the, the best
1: the, part of, yeah. like, the end. That's yeah. like, what he said. He's like, he had no idea how he, what he was going to say to Mr. Nap. Yeah. Which is, what I loved, like, with the opening of the chapter, because it shows the picture, and then the under the title, it says, like, something that's going to be in the story. Did you catch that? I
0: didn't catch that.
1: So if you go back and look at all the pictures at the beginning, yeah, underneath, it has, like, a little sentence uh-huh. that's in the end. Oh. Yeah, or somewhere <sighs> in the story.
0: Okay, all right, I gotta go. I gotta go back. Okay. Like the
1: one with uh, Buster Scruggs, I think it was like, um, you looked at them. You're playing them, which is what Surly Joe. Oh says yeah, that. yep. Uh, the one with James Franco says "pan shot," yelled the the bank teller. And huh, yeah. So it goes through, and says like has a little thing that someone says in the story. That would be, like, how do you explain that to someone? Yeah, it's kind of hard to. Like, it was, like, this one was just heartbreaking, dude. It really was. It really, really was. Like, I really felt for everyone. Like, I felt for Mr. Knapp not wanting to die alone
0: or get old on the trail, moving people back and forth. Like, he still wants to be able to have kids that can take care of him when he gets older, and he feels like this is the age that he really needs to have them. Yeah, and he feels like she's the, the one. Yeah.
1: And Arthur is that guy that just knows everything, knows all the heartache, knows everything that needs to happen on the trail. And Alice is just the yes woman that does everything she's told. Yep. To a fault. Yeah. Just so heartbreaking. Like, it really is. I, I had to pause it and take like a bathroom break because I was just like, oh, I need it. I need a second. This <sighs> oh, destroyed my soul. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I had some issues with this story. Yeah. Not right. a ton. No. Just some. So I think I'm going to give this like a... 15, 16... I think it's 15. 15. Yeah. Okay, now the last one, and I think this one's my favorite. Really? Yeah. It's this carriage ride with these three, actually five strangers. Yep. Um, the two that are, well, there's three, um, like a Frenchman, um, a woman, and uh fur trapper, and then there are two bounty hunters. Um, they talk about the guy that's dead on the roof, and they're traveling on this carriage, and they just kind of start talking about their relationship with people.
0: Yeah, what, what is it the bear trapper refers people to as? Ferrets, isn't it? Yeah. People are ferrets? Yeah, people okay. are ferrets. Yeah. And the
1: woman... Is fighting hard against the same yeah. people are not like ferrets. Yeah, they're the the righteous and the sinful. But with the ferret guy, I forget his
0: comparison. Yeah, I forgot too. Like the dead and the alive. This is like one I definitely need to watch again, um, because I feel there's so much to take in with this story. There was so much to take in, dude.
1: Like I loved. The When the woman was talking about living with her daughter, the Frenchman was saying, like, oh, that, like, why would you inconvenience your child like that? And she got, like, super offended. Yeah. But he's just like, your kids need to go on their own path. They need to follow their own way, which is something that I, I feel down in my soul. Because... I feel I've had a really hard time going my own route, following my own
0: path, yes. without a
1: lot of um, backlash.
0: Yeah, you've received quite a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's like pretty damn. much how I got married.
0: <laughs> and the rest
1: is history. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not saying anything bad about being married. I love being married. Right. It's just... I would have preferred the route that we went on to get there to be a little different. I understand. But circumstances didn't allow that. And I feel like that was what the Frenchman was saying that the these children couldn't go and go their own route because their mother was there. Yeah. But now that they're gone, they can follow their own path.
0: Mhm. I yeah, I completely agree with that.
1: Um I also loved how he was talking about truly knowing a man with the gambling where he was in a a poker match and one of his friends was leaving the match to go do something else. And he's like, I want you to make the bet for me. But he's like, I did not know the man that well. I did not know him in that way. Everyone handles things different. But you're never going to know how they're going to handle it. And like you could make mistakes that they would like are going to hate you for or whatever. And. I don't know how true I think that is. Like. I feel like with us, I think we know I know you better than most people. And you know me better than most people. I think the only person that might, and this is a a strong might, or like a soft might, that might know me better is Brielle. Yeah. Like, but you get me. Yeah, I do. But do you, would you feel comfortable making a bet with my money? And like be confident in knowing that that's the bet that I would make?
0: And honestly like depends on the situation, especially like what is being bet on. Um, because if it's like something I literally know nothing about and say so you know like literally there everything that there is to, it, no, I would not, because knowing my luck, I would choose the wrong option. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Um, hm I'm trying to think of something that like we both know fairly well like maybe like like let's let's because this is a movie review let's talk movies okay. if we were to bet or if we were to be in a game where the entire goal is like poker mm-hmm. but instead of betting on cards you're betting on movies and whatever movie you have in your hand whatever the rotten tomato score or whatever mm-hmm. whatever the Whoever has the highest Rotten Tomato score wins. So kind of like that. Okay. And like, like, would you be like, do you think that you would be able to make a dis like a bet that would accurately depict what I would pick for myself? When it
0: comes to that, yes, I definitely think so.
1: I think I'd be able to if it was, like, something like that. Yeah. But there are ways, like, there are ways that I feel no one else can know you other than yourself. I agree. Like, there are things that my mom knows about me that Brielle never will. Not so, like not like no, information, I, I, no, but just like
0: it's like. Let's hope she didn't hear that. In the like, next maybe, room.
1: like maybe, like uh, maybe, my mom will notice something about my demeanor that Brielle just can't pick up.
0: I, I getcha. And I then get
1: there's you. stuff about my demeanor that Brielle can pick up that my mom just doesn't. And then, like same, like vice versa with like you between my mom. Like, I think there are things that you could pick up that my mom couldn't about me, or that things that you could pick up that Brielle couldn't. Yeah. Like, but there's only, like, I think there are, like, different ways of knowing people, like this guy said, but there's no way of knowing a person. It's, like, kind of inside and out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think regardless of how much information we have on each other, there's always going to be something that the other person would do that would surprise us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that's just the human condition. Yep. And if you can't tell, I freaking analyzed this one too.
0: shit. Yeah, dude, like, this has got me, like, really thinking, holy shit. (laughs) Like, damn. Um...
1: I liked how the, the two bounty hunters, when they were asked what their job is, that was cool them going into
0: detail. That was talking about happened,
1: yeah. being reapers, yeah. harvesters of souls,
0: and so because I, so I'm trying to remember the line because it was such a bad a line. Um, because the the lady because he says he's like talking about it and then the lady says like well. Um, she say, um, "Well, what does that like mean to you, or something?" He's like, "Well, how should I know? I'm just the." What does he say? He's just like the watcher or something like that. Is, 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 the spectator. I think maybe it's that. I can't remember. Like the I gotta like go back and like listen to that line again because it. It was a pretty bad a line. I'm like, oh. yeah. It... Do the lighting in this oh, scene? Oh. Did it, like,
1: did it change subtly or did it just like, like change?
0: I don't because know. Because I didn't notice it until yeah, I, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I didn't either because you're so focused on these characters. So, yeah, I have no idea. I'm going to have to go back and just like try my hardest <laughs> to not pay attention to the characters. Just pay attention to the background. Because oh, that was be insane
1: because it was like really light and then it like I was listening to their stories and yeah. then just suddenly dark. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? Um, Did we do a chim- time jump over here? I loved the... I'm going to call them the Reapers now. Okay, yeah. It works. I loved their line about how they like to watch how people come to terms with what's happening. And I I love that you kind of get the feeling that it's like he's talking about his last bounty,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it, it could be talking about them. They don't know how, like they're trying to deal with the fact that they're dead. Because I think they're dead.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Because, I mean, the only, like the only dead person in this was the, the bounty. Yeah. Or whoever the bounty hunters f- found. But, I think that what we saw was these three people coming to terms with death,
0: which is just a crazy thought. It is, and especially the final shot of it—how like walking into the hotel. Yeah, and like the guy kind of looks. Come here, isn't he like really like skittish a little bit? So all three of them are okay.
1: They're all, like, fairly skittish, that none of them want to get out of the carriage. None of them want to complete that journey. Then they all get out, and then they're all really hesitant about walking into the hotel. And then the carriage rider takes off. off, And then the Frenchman's the last one to walk in, because, like, I think, like, the final scene is them just accepting their fate. Yeah. And
0: I love that. I do, too. Now, really, like, diving into really where the story really, really went. Damn, it's really
1: thought-provoking. I wish that I could... I want to gather, like, the audio for just this sequence. Or for this chapter. Just to listen to it over and over again. Because there's so much, like, philosophical questions that come up from there. Like, I almost... Just because I couldn't find it. I was uh I was wanting to grab my notebook and just start taking down notes, which I think I'm going to after I watch this again. But it's
0: so thought-provoking. This one I have to give a a hard sit. I do too. Dude, there's been like some qu- uh like quotes that like I've um i don't know about you but like in many movies there's like a quote that like always stick out sticks out to me i was like you know i don't care what it takes i'm gonna memorize that shit so i can literally just repeat it off the top of my head like that there's like so many movie quotes that i've done that for uh like a recent one was um i know you haven't seen it yet we're watching it very soon is uh the new halloween um and it's when um they're uh the two um journalists are listening to um old audio tapes and one of them is um of Dr. Loomis a couple months after uh the events of Halloween in 1978 and he's um explaining what he thinks needs to what he thinks needs to happen to Michael um just how you know um he thinks he needs to be basically um given a shot to where he's unresponsive and um literally slowly all of his um organs die and dr loomis will be there to just to make sure that uh his last last breath is taken and then incinerate the body immediately um and i have like that whole basic what is um what is the word like a monologue yeah i have that whole monologue memorized that's awesome because i love it so much
1: yeah, I think there's a lot of mo- like the front of the monologue in this from
0: mm-hmm. that specific chapter yes. that I want to memorize. M- yeah, me too. I g- I got to go watch this movie again. Yeah. S- p- 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 specifically that story. That one and I definitely want to watch um the Buster Scruggs one again. Same. Absolute same, dude.
1: Um okay, so our final score from 0 to 100 for our story is a 97. Which, bad. it's not bad at all. I can deal with yeah. yeah. I can too. Um. Okay. Our next one or our next category is theme. Uh. So I think we decided the theme was death. Yeah. Um. I feel it's handled quite well. It is handled really, really well. And especially, I don't think there was any death that was like unnecessary or no, just huh? felt out of place. Mm-mm, not at
0: all. Um, I mean, yeah, like the Buster Scruggs one is kind of like. It's not played up for laughs, but it's kind of like a laughs. It, but it's kind of like a dark comedy right. one, but it still works very well. It's it's justified in a way. Yeah.
1: Um. So I'd give the the theme of death. Maybe. Maybe because there were some. Eh. Yeah. Maybe in ninety.
0: Yeah, I'd say about that. Okay, the acting, the acting in this was, was pretty top uh, yeah, notch. it really was. I can't really think of, like, even if it was, like, B-list actors uh, that were just there in the background, none of them were bad. Like, literally all of, every single person that had a speaking part in this movie was really good. Yeah, they were damn good. Uh, so, so uh, like, 95? I'd say 95.
1: Character development. I feel there was a uh, quite a bit. There was. Um, for Buster Scruggs, I feel you kind of get to see him being top of his game mm-hmm. to being the guy that gets beat. Yeah. Like the uh, like the song says at the beginning, there's a faster gun. Uh-huh. And it's just somewhere around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like You never know when it's coming, but it's coming.
0: And even in um, Liam Neeson's one where it's basically all silent, you can still see a lot of character development in it as well. Mm-hmm. So This one was a
1: little harder because you kind of see him taking care of his prize uh, or the, his moneymaker yeah. to realizing that it's not making him the money that he needs. So he goes and gets a new one, and then he just has to clean house and get rid of the new one. Or the the old one. Yeah. Just uh, so sad. So sad. Yeah, but you got to get to see the characters and all of these kind of keep the same. Alice stayed the same, I feel. Yes. Yeah, she didn't really develop too much. She was just the yes woman the entire time. So maybe I'd, I'd dock some points for there. Yeah. Um, not saying that her story was bad or
0: anything. No, but, like, her character really... There really wasn't a lot for her character... There wasn't really a lot of places for her character to go. Yeah. Um, I feel the
1: best development was for the three in the carriage. Absolutely. That would totally Like, oh. So, I'd probably give this a 90? 90, yeah. I can't agree with that. Music... Hundred, yeah, like no question. None of the music fell out of place. Nope perfect. It all felt just oh, um, with the effects, there were some damn good ones. Yeah,
0: like all the gunshots in the head, wherever looked fantastic. There was a lot of practical effects, and it was very, very. I was very. I cannot, cannot talk tonight. I was very pleased how well they looked. Um, so I'd give it a hundred on this one as well.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. All right, costumes, hundred. You think they all fit
0: really well? Yeah, I don't really think I had a problem. I'm trying well, to think of
1: any that that didn't fit, but all of them were really good. Yeah, I think the only one that felt a little out of place was Buster Scruggs and yeah. maybe the uh, the Stranger.
0: Yeah, but that's really it. So, so like I'd maybe say maybe a 95, 95, yeah, yeah, yeah. dock it a little bit.
1: Okay, so the genre that we kind of decided that this will fit into is uh, Western, uh, like a dark comedy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, very thought-provoking. Yes. So as a Western,
0: you haven't watched a lot of Westerns, have you? I've I've watched I mean actually I have seen quite a bit because my dad um absolutely loves westerns um so You're I a John Wayne fan mm-hmm, yeah he's a huge John Wayne fan so I saw quite a bit growing up I did
1: too um, so I'm a, I'm a I'm a fairly big fan of of westerns as well yeah. um honestly I give this a maybe a ninety yeah. Maybe, maybe in 95, 95, because yeah. a lot of the themes could fit any time period. Yes, really good. Like, you'd have to change some of them up a little bit, but
0: other yeah, than that. Yeah, but overall, like, really can go wherever you'd want them to. Yeah. Okay, so our
1: final grade came to a 95%, which we have decided is an A. So, this is a um, I kind of that, a softer A. Yeah. I think so that's closer what it got. To on, an A minus?
0: Yeah, I'd say about that. I think that's about what the score gotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Around
1: 95?
0: Yeah, I think so. If it wants to load for me. Oh, 92. 92. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so we're a- not too minus. far off. Yeah. Audience score was 77.
1: That's a little low. Yeah.
0: That's way low. Especially for... Like, this is a movie that I can see myself watching over and over again. Oh, me too. And especially because, um, like I told Caleb, I think it was like a quarter of the way through, um, I kind of like got like a sense of like, okay, this kind of reminds me of like the style of a director that I've seen quite a bit of movies from. Um, and I looked up and... <laughs> When I saw the home brothers, I'm like, "Yep, okay, yeah." It's got them stamped all over it, so, and I love that made me love the movie even more. So, yeah. So
1: that concludes uh, this breakdown. I actually really like this format. I
0: do too. I think this is a lot better. Yeah. So
1: other than us just coming up with our own personal grade, it yeah. kind of eliminates all the uh, the personal stuff out of it. Yeah. We're gonna get a grade. The the story, kind of as a whole, for us, and it gets us to analyze all these different aspects of it. Um, but yeah, so our final grade for this movie is going to be uh, an an A, ninety five percent, which is a little closer to a minus, but yeah. uh, not too far off. Yeah. Um. But I think that concludes. This episode. Yeah. Unless you
0: have anything else you want to say on the movie? Nope. Okay. Um,
1: well, um, if you like this episode and want to listen to more breakdowns or dreamcasts or whatever, um, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and Spotify. Uh, you can also check all of our content out on YouTube. Uh new videos will be heading your way soon maybe? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, let's go with
1: maybe. It's a soft maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> got to get a lot more footage. We got a decent amount yeah, today.
1: Yeah, we did. we did. Like I think you can get a decent amount out of what we made today. Yeah,
0: I just want to get a little more. A
1: little more? Mm-hmm. Serious?
0: Oh, um, yeah, I mean, I can try to put a video We put too.
1: all the BS shit in our
0: That's true. Okay, I can see what I can do. <laughs> Okay.
1: Um You can also follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the or on Twitter at the No punctuation in there. Um we're not super great about posting, but I, I'm
0: you I'm are not t- super. I know, good. I know, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know.
1: I'm gonna try and get better. I'm gonna try and like do more polls, more stuff, like just to get more interaction. Um but speaking of interaction, if you want to send us a movie that we should see, oh bloody hell! If you want to send us a, a movie that we should see or comment on this week's episode, uh, let us know what you thought of Buster Scruggs. If you saw it, if not, we're sorry we spoiled it. Yeah, sorry. But you knew what you were signing up for. You really watches it. on Netflix, so yeah. easy to watch. It's a, it's damn easy to watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but if you want to do that, you can email us at channel at gmail.com. Or you can fill out our form on our website, which is tinyurl.com slash theallbros. Again, no punctuation in that at all. It's just T-H-E-A-L-L-B-R-O-S. Um, and we hope to hear from you guys soon. Uh, not sure what we're going to do
0: Next week, should we do a review of Bohemian Rhapsody since you've seen it?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so next week we'll be doing a breakdown of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I've already seen it. I think it's an amazing movie. It really is. I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray.
0: It comes out next week on Blu-ray, so
1: bam. Yeah, Bronson already got it on digital. Well, he sucks, okay? He's well, killing it. Well, send it to me anyway, just in case he wants to deactivate I will. his I Amazon. Will. don't worry. Okay, well, until next week, this has been the all, Alls Bros. The Alls Bros. The Alls Bros. Guess we're changing up the name now. <laughs> the, the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces.
0: Bye. What's up with The Voice? Every week, dude. I don't know. I like it. It works. It fits me. Get over it.